0: Good evening, everybody. My name is Omar Khalif, and I am the curator of the 154 Forum Continental Drift. For those of you who attended our performative rendering, the songs, the ghosts that echoed throughout the forum yesterday, you will know that this Forum has been composed as a modular opera of sorts. Within the interstices, we all have to take a moment and a breath, a pause, but also space for interludes and that is what this is today. I'm honored to be joined in a second by the musician, the poet, the artist, the theater actress, Hope Masiki, joining us live from Zimbabwe with a specially commissioned performance for this evening's event, our interlude. Afterwards, we will be in conversation for a short period, and then there will be a brief break before we move into our next event, A History of Echoes, honoring the late curator, Okwe Inwazer. Hope Masiki is an ethnomuseologist, actress, and singer who is also known as the Princess of the Mbira, one of the national instruments of Zimbabwe. And I would like to invite Hope to join me on stage for her interlude. Thank you.
1: Hello. Hey, how are you everyone? My name is Hope Masike as has already been said. I am from Zimbabwe and I play this lovely Instrument It's um, our traditional instrument here in Zimbabwe. We call it mbira. And we play different uh, musics on it. So obviously we play traditional classics. And then now, because we are products of our culture, which has been evolving. So now we play different styles of music on the instrument also. Today, however, I will um, perform one of my poems from my poetry anthology called Ask Me Again. In fact, it's the opening poem. It's called The Graveyard of Those Who Forgot to Leave. And as I am a musician, I will play this with the background of a traditional song called Wondo. Hondo is a traditional Zimbabwean song that's talking about, when it was composed, it was talking about the liberation struggle back then, but now it talks about all other sorts of wars that we go through. So in connection with the poem I am uh, performing, um, the graveyard of those who forgot to leave is talking about um, the very unfortunate thing that most of us end up experiencing in life, of forgetting to live life. So no matter what is going on in your life, you shouldn't forget to live life. Here is the song, Hondo, and here's the poem, The Graveyard of Those Who Forgot to Live. Enjoy. to hatch the eggs, but they got rotten. Over here lies the huge white wedding, the rice, the chicken, the koslo salad, and the coke. She was going to send a big bus for the entire village, but time, true to its nature, don't read, drive, passion. who chased then forgot to live Thank you
0: Imagine that we're <laughs> alive and there's an ebullient effusive gregarious audience here, dancing, yes. singing moved their spirits <laughs> from Mbira. Um, Hope, uh, thank you so much for that composition and thank you for uh, being a part of the forum and I, I actually wanted to thank um, Manuel who was the founder and artistic director of the Harare International uh, Festival who uh, recommended that we connect because I was writing to him saying I'm looking for... Uh, a voice, I'm thinking about the voice, I'm exploring the voice, specifically the power of transcendence in the female voice because I was so interested in how the female voice can change into so many genres. And something that you definitely do is, you know, you move from Afro jazz to Afro pop to something very traditional, even almost folk-like. So I wanted to ask first, um, you mentioned your, poet, your book of poetry, but can you give some context about what inspired this piece?
1: Um, this particular piece, The Graveyard of Those Who Forgot to Live, in, was inspired by... So, you know, all of us, it's a given. All of us have got stuff that we are going through in our lives, almost at every point of our lives. So there's the great things happening. And then there's also almost always uh, the bad things that are going on. And it goes without saying for all of us, we've gone through the COVID either we are still in it. And there's been a lot of loneliness or confrontation with um, certain bad emotions, uh, bad experiences. And some had to be taken out of their jobs. Etc. Etc. For me, when I wrote this book, um, because I, I have suffered from fibroids, they're quite uh, almost pandemic in um, mostly uh, women of color all over the world. Um, and they depreciate the quality of your life and eventually you have to look for a solution to fix them. Fibroids are growths that happen in the womb. Um, so I, I was, uh, I struggled with fibroids for quite a while. And one of the moments um, that was healing for me, and which is why I liked um, Yakul B,
0: Yaakov B's yeah, uh, work.
1: I, I like the escapism concept, um, because the way I see it, we artists have an amazing, incredible gift that we, we have our artwork as a, a um, An avenue of escape, whatever is going on in our lives, we can write beautiful poems, we can write amazing songs based on what's going on in our lives, and this is what exactly happened with this book and with this poem in particular, so I wanted to remind myself and anyone else and everyone else out there that whatever you're going through, no matter how tough it is, and even the great times. The one thing we should never forget is to celebrate the good things that we have in our lives from the small things as the fact that you woke up to the big things, like the fact that you woke up this morning. So all those little and big things, you have to look at them. And it's also one great way of um, distressing or keeping stress at bay. Look at the great things happening in your life and celebrate them. This poem is talking about, um, a lady uh, you know here in Africa it's a big thing getting married and when you get to a certain age without getting married all your aunts and your mom and everyone is asking you about it Um, so this lady had expected that she would get married she had expected uh, the proposal will come at some point and she would have this huge white wedding where people would eat a lot of rice and chicken as we do here in Africa rice chicken coke And she'd send a huge bus back to the village to bring everyone to come and celebrate. But that never happened. And unfortunately for this lady in this poem, she dwelled on that. And then she just withered away uh, with that dream. She also died with it. So even though she's alive, she's dead and she is there in that graveyard of those who have forgotten to leave.
0: You mentioned also... uh, Jacobi Satterwhite, and actually I forgot to mention the title of the performance which, or the interlude as it were, which is uh, one that I suggested to you. I called it Objective Romance and Scarce New Flowers, which was actually something that, um, there are actually two separate titles. One, uh, one of them is a fragment of a title of a work by Jacoby Satterwhite, who is an, a, an African-American artist who makes these escapist 3D animated videos, often inspired by his mother's poetry. And I don't know why I wanted to share that very distant, maybe dissonant connection with you, uh, where you are in in your world. And I'm curious uh, about if you could say anything else about those words and, and how that kind of invitation affected your choice of composition.
1: Yes. Um, so when you sent me uh, the names and the links, and I, um, I went through some of uh, his work, um, it, it was very impressive to me in, in the sense that, like you just said, and like I mentioned before, that he uses his work. Um, mm-hmm. Not just as um, ordinary work to sell, but it's actually healing. It's a healing process. And when I also read about his mother and um, some of the texts that he then uses in his work, uh, I'm very fascinated by that healing aspect of, um, of art. Mm-hmm. And since for me, my poems, the, the entire book was a healing process also, I really resonated to that, uh, resonated with that. And I also liked the fact that his mom was a writer. She was writing, things that were happening to her, and she was writing them as they came. Um, You don't try to fine-tune anything, you just write down how you're feeling. And when you read it later, it's usually, it's it's already a poem, and it doesn't just speak to your experience, but as is evident in her work that is still alive even now, it speaks to many lives, Um, and that healing aspect, talking to many people, and giving them hope, thank God for my name. Uh, that I really resonated with and, and I loved that about the work that um, Ya Colby does.
0: And one, one more question, which is about what it's like for you in terms of composing. Your work is very much, um, I want to say, political but it may be more accurate to say it's incredibly personal and how do you feel it is as a a musician today a a, a female musician today working in Zimbabwe uh sharing Mm -hmm. those personal narratives uh what are the platforms that connect you most what are the spaces that enliven you
1: Mm. well I believe um us artists are called. These are callings. And for me as a female musician in Zimbabwe, um, in fact, when I wrote this first book, I wanted to have a a female editor. I wanted to have my blurbs done by uh, female journalists. And one of the problems here in Zimbabwe was that there are very few female writers. uh, And and I had a challenge finding the, the correct people to work with. But the fact that there are very few female uh, writers here in Zimbabwe, perhaps across Africa, um, it means the female story is hasn't been told much. It means there's so many things that happen with us that haven't been told at all, and that is such a um, a disservice on our part as the female artist, a disservice to humanity, not just to the Zimbabwean community, but the world across, because when when then you read the poems or the books that are written by female writers, yeah, all the songs they, they write, they're talking about themes that um, a male musician wouldn't talk about because they haven't experienced those things. So it's important for us to, um, it's not just documentation, but it's also holding each other's hands and uh, giving each other strength when we talk about those things in our music. So for me as a female musician here in Zimbabwe, uh, I find this a very comfortable space to be in. And the fact that they are f- currently there are few female writers um, is a good, is a bad and good thing. It's bad because of course we need more female stories told, but it's good because it means there's such a huge gap. And it means um, as I, as I develop my work, as I write some more, there's a lot of space to also nurture other younger uh, female artists to take up the space. We need more stories from females and not just about stuff that happens to us, like fibroids, um, giving birth, the good, the bad, but we also need the female voice in politics. Here in Africa, I also feel one of the 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 most unfortunate things is that uh, Our leadership so far has been male-dominated. And I feel that has been, I will use the same term, the same term, it's been a disservice to Africa. Because the the woman has a role to play also. And uh, ignoring um, them in any sphere of life means you're not getting everything that God created here on earth. You're just getting one half of it. And then there's another half that's not there. So I, I, I here in Zimbabwe, I really like encouraging uh, female writers, the young, even the, the old grandmas in the village to write. And not just about the female themes, but to have the female voice talking about um, the economy, the female voice talking about the betterment of African leadership and, and all that. So it's an exciting space.
0: Thank you so much, Hope. Well, we're gonna play an outro, I suppose, if we can call it that, which is uh, I've invited you to, uh, for us to play one of your uh, recent releases. I'm gonna play the music video. And could you tell us what we're about to see and hear and a bit of context?
1: Okay, this is one of my favorite songs, which I released early this year in March, I believe, and it's called Tsububon. I know it's a mouthful for those who don't speak my language, Shona. Um, but um, Tsububon is like an um, antonym to yellow bone. So here in Zimbabwe and a lot of places, not just in Africa, there's the term, slang term yellow bone, yellow bone, which means the light skinned uh, girl or boy, woman or man. And um, the yellow bone has been so celebrated, uh, so you find a lot of women now bleaching their skin to look lighter. And I mean, it's it's perfectly okay for everyone to do as they feel to do. Life is short. Do what you like doing. If you like looking light, then do that. But when there are health repercussions to that, some people even take tablets to to lighten their skin. And also if it's coming from a place of not being comfortable with the you inside in your skin, then it's, uh, I believe it's a bit problematic. So I wrote Tsubvubon as a response to yellow bone. Tsubu is a fruit here. It's a very, very dark little fruit like this. It's so dark. If you eat it, your teeth will, will become black, but it actually whitens your teeth. So it's so, so dark, but it's a beautiful dark um shade. And so bone comes from that fruit, Tsubu, and then bone, as opposed to yellow bone. The song celebrates the dark-skinned woman, and there's a poem in the song that's just, uh, in my language, Shona, that's just celebrating all the goodness of the dark-skinned girl, the yumminess of the dark-skinned girl, and that you are beautiful just the way you are, and all the, the appreciations of the dark-skinned girls in, in the African culture, and I hoped with this song I would uh, speak to many women in Zimbabwe uh, and across the world to say, "You're beautiful just the way you are." The reason F is beautiful is because we are different. We are not the same. Yeah. So that's the song Superborn. I hope you enjoy it.
0: Thank you so much, Hope, for being with us. I think that the themes of the song we're about to play for you now um, resonate much more deeply than than you can imagine It's a subject that we have been touching upon in the forum already in the days that have been. So thank you for your composition, for your time. And I'm gonna share my screen now and um, invite people to in experience this thank you so much and goodbye thank you for having me thank you goodbye bye bye Care what they think
1: this is who i am and then i don't care what you say i don't care what they say this is who i am tu rebleboa nada susura nada zara da dela tupugo tu rebleboa nada susura nada Namsa, which Okay, but she's a bit of a knack. She takes This is who I am. Love who you are and love how you are. Love why you are and love what you are. Beautifully and wonderfully.